How you doing, Keith? Good, Andrew. How are you? Pretty good, actually. I'm I'm a little um, <clears throat> bemused. Why, why would that be? Oh, well, we've just done our monster cable testing, which we've been talking about for I don't know how many episodes, and yeah. I it really is a little surprised with the outcome. But anyhow, this is episode eight. To Inside AV. Mm. Um, to preempt what we just the, tested. The experiment, yeah. The experiment was? We put the structural integrity of two HDMI cables to their, well, under their... How would you say? We put it to the test. How good is the connections? Um, we had your engineering guru, Brett, build up the rig for us. He did. Did a good job on that. The rig was strong. The rig, which was good because I put a bit of effort into reefing on those cables. Yeah, look, I think um, if you want to see what we're talking about, we uh, shot it on video and it's on YouTube right now under uh, HDMI, HDMI Destructive Testing Inside AV or search words of that type will get you the video, yep. I'm guessing. Um, the link will be on the website at uh, inside-av.com. It was quite surprising, wasn't it? It was very surprising. Um, just to clarify, we did check the integrity between the cable and the back shell. Now, why did we do that, Brett? <laughs> Keith? <laughs> well, we wanted to see um, which would break first, the actual connection on the cable or the connection on your equipment. So we thought we'd put that... Oh, we tested both, didn't we? Yeah, we tested both. We tested the back shell to cable connection first. My feeling on checking that was that, um, firstly, I frankly feel that's what, in the cables I've seen that are faulty, I think that's what's been plying up. Yeah, they've been stressed at that point mm. where the cable enters the actual HDMI connection. At least I think that's the case. I don't think anyone can really be sure. Um, no, not 100%, but that's the most likely area for it to be damaged, particularly if you've turned it to into a cabinetry to get into the back of your equipment yeah, you and you've pushed your, cab your gear back into the cabinet, mm. you, you may have squashed that connection where mm. the cable joins into the back shell of the HDMI. Now, I have to admit that my original thought about this test was triggered by a negative experience with an expensive cable or three some while ago now mm -hmm. where I'd been to a job to fix a few a few different jobs to fix HDMI problems and it turned out yeah, that it was the cables, the cables were dodgy those cables were a particular brand that cost the customer a lot of money Okay. Um, that brand <laughs> is the one featured in the test ok yes um, having said that I thought I didn't know. I mean, we did our research and we found that Monster had gone to some trouble to, in fact, had make some pretty solid claims about the structural integrity of their yeah, leads. Yeah, their physical construction, yes. So I felt that um, maybe the leads that I, were, I was using were quite old and, and not representative of what Monster's currently selling. Hence, we obtained a current spec 700 series. We purchased, cable. yes. Yes, we purchased it with our own hard-earned. Out of petty cash. Oh petty no! Cash. Out of your pocket. I wouldn't call it that petty. One hundred and forty-nine dollars is uh, serious cash. I got it out of the serious cash account. Uh, petty yeah. cash. Um, and you wailed away on that lead. What what happened? Oh, I think I only got in. I only got a thirty-second workout. Hmm. 
Just as I thought you were going to hurt yourself. It stopped. It stopped. And it wouldn't. I couldn't get it back, so I, I was severely damaged it some way. Mm. Whereas the other cable, if you look in the video, we're talking two minutes of yanking on two the cable. Two minutes of serious flogging, and then at the end of the day it still worked intermittently. You could bend it I one could way bend it back and, and make it work again. Mm. So, but... In fairness to Monster, and this is the point really I want to discuss for a couple of minutes, is um, we then tested the pin slash earth shield. Uh, the, yeah. The, 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 the bit that fits into the connector. The, what would you call that? The, I suppose it's the, the body of the pins. Or yeah, okay. The, the surrounds for the pins. We then checked how firmly that was attached to the back shell. So you've got the cable, the back shell, and the pin part of the plug mm-hmm. we'd established that the cheap cable the $15 contractor special in a you know OEM sort of plastic bag yes generic bag generic bag I should say um, you know worked work brilliantly in the cable to back shell uh, termination physical termination but we knew that it wasn't so good I'd tested previously yeah you could basically with a bit of pressure, yeah. push those pins, the front connector, out of the the back shell itself, yes. which you can see in the video too. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of effort, but it was possible for you to, to physically remove those connector or pins from the cable itself. Just with with bit, just gripping bit, it and pushing yeah. it with your thumb. Yep. And the monster? Uh, I couldn't move it. No. It was pretty stiff. Oh, it just... it Yeah, it was... Probably to the point of pain where I couldn't push any harder mm. on the thing. You could probably break it if we put it in a vice, but mm. Mm. Um, we're not testing for that sort of. No, and if you look, if you look in Monster's uh, publicity, and certainly in the in-store demo that we saw, the cross-sectional, uh, you know, the cutaway. Oh, yeah, the cutaway. Yeah, they show that that you've got this metal case attached to those pins. And sure enough, uh, we haven't cut the connector apart. We don't feel we need to. I mean, quite obviously. Um, uh, you know the uh, uh, the uh, that part of it works. The, the pins are very yeah. firmly connected yes. to, the, to the to the internal structure of the back shell. My question to you, Keith, and you've perhaps got more experience of plugging in HDMI all day and see a lot more racks of gear than I do. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, it's a close. Well, it's not a close call, but it, I'd rather sacrifice a cable than a connection. If you're going to break a connection in the back of your plasma TV or, mm. or your AV receiver, it's going to cost you more than even an overpriced HDMI cable. No, I can tell you from a technician's point of view, and someone who's had to fix a few of these, that uh, that's somewhere between a, probably a three and an $800 repair, depending on the equipment. Because you generally have to buy the board, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you, you can't. Buy, you have to buy the board because the, the connector inside the equipment, the HDMI connector inside the plasma or inside the uh, LCD, LED or receiver or... Blu-ray, obviously, you just toss it and get another one. But uh, inside the expensive bit of equipment, particularly a receiver, that board is going to be somewhere between probably four, five hundred bucks cost, uh, and then obviously a few hundred dollars labour potentially to change it. Now, yes, it w- the connector will just tear the circuit board apart, and those circuit boards are generally a four-layer board. So they're, you know, it's tracks within tracks. You know, they're a multi-layer board. There's only one thing to do: toss it. So, yep. So. I understand what Mr. Monster was trying to achieve, but I, but in the real world, I'm not sure that it's a good thing. 
and neither are you. No, it's, it probably isn't a good thing because, I mean, accidents do happen and you, and mm. you do get damages like that. The only thing I would say to anyone, though, with any cables and connections, you really should be um, pulling those in and out from the body of the connection, not mm. from the cable end. Mm. So I will give them that point. We're not really meant to pull the lead out from the cable end. No, I mean, to put... To put to throw a light on what we're talking about is okay. As the video shows, we were reefing on this lead, yes, and the lead was thoroughly screwed down. So, I suppose what we've shown is that um, claims of structural integrity related to the the back shelf and the cable are, you know worth having well I personally think that's what you want because that's where the flexing is as you mentioned before you're flexing the cable you're turning it 90 degrees to get in the back of the cabinet most likely area to be damaged and the heavier the cable the more weight there is anyhow now um, Monster's claim is in fact the pins to the to the back shell and I just I have a feeling on that and that is as we just discussed that it's not a good thing no, not really. I like the idea of the $15 cable's breakaway capability. So instead of smashing the connector inside the product, inside the equipment, you just smash the $15 cable. If your kid, child... Reefs on it. Billy Goat, whoever, you've got chickens running around the house, whatever. If yeah. they land on it and pull it down, weigh it down, you're a heavy chicken, I suppose. But um, maybe you've got like a kangaroo running around or, in fact, <laughs> jumping around. Jumping. Um, um, bounding, I believe they do. Uh, and it lands on your HDMI cable, uh, the cheap one's going to break away. The monster's going to smash your equipment. And on that note, hmm. Mm. Short episode this time, uh, folks. Um, Keith's going away. Um, hopefully he'll come back. I might come back. Yeah. If I was no, I'm definitely to, coming if back. If I was going to Hamilton Island for a week, I may not come back until the money runs out. Yeah. Which would be on the... Uh, second day. <laughs> second day after the week's work. Um... Yeah, what what future uh, episodes have we got? What have we got? What are we testing in the future? What's coming up? Um, actually, we've got my waterproof speakers that I would would like to give them a bit of a run. What are we going to do with those? Put them underwater. Yeah, we're going to put them underwater. <laughs> they're only waterproof. No, no, they're they're not for use on the outer side. Yeah, they're waterproof. Area. They're not water resistant. No, oh, so they're waterproof. Waterproof. They are meant to go underwater. Well, they're not meant to go underwater, but they will last underwater. Okay. And um, actually, they've got an interesting design feature, which uh, you intrigued me with. Oh, yeah. They, they, the speaker itself does not have um, what you would call a spider, mm. which is the uh, suspension that mounts the coil or holds the yeah, coil spo- to the cone. spider maintains the um, coil alignment in the um, magnetic gap. Yeah, around the pole piece. I don't know what. So nothing is. scrapes and goes. <laughs> so what, how do they do it without a spider? Um, I, I should clarify and find. I'll get a little diagram of it, but it's a oil suspension. They run the um, okay. The coil in so. So we've got that coming up. That's intriguing. Unusual speaker design. We have uh, uh, no more HDMI discussion. No, fair enough. <laughs> We've had enough. We've, we've proven our point. Everyone knows it already anyhow, and now they know it for sure. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, the final. Finally, we're going to listen to compare the three DACs. Oh, yes. We've now got them all back in stock. Uh, so the uh, Cambridge... In fact, four DACs. 
Cambridge Basic Model versus New Model Cambridge Plus yep. versus Riga DAC versus Name DAC. The shootout. The shootout. So we've got that. Um, I'm actually going to do the listening for that while you're away. Okay. Because, um, you know, you've got tin ears anyhow, so <laughs> that's the point. And uh, so I'm going to take some listening notes on that and we'll talk about that when Keith gets back. You and know I'd be more attracted to the the lights and the buttons on, on one of them than the other. <laughs> on that case, the, the Cambridge wins. Um, well, that sounds good. Is that it? Oh, yeah. Yep, that's it for this show. It is short but sweet. Really just a sum up of the uh, our position on the HDMI thing. Any questions uh, regarding that, how we did it, or you know, we, how we did it is quite easily seen in a video, but if you've got any questions, you should email us. And we're still giving away name CDs. We've given away a few. Yep. Uh, we'd like to give away some more. Um, you can score us, rate us, review us, and uh, give us, drop us a quick email and we'll send you out a lead. And uh, what was the other thing? We can send out a CD. Yeah, well, did I say send out a lead? You send out a lead. What, a lead for a job? <laughs> <laughs> send out a CD. I've got a pile of things. You'd think I'd uh, have CDs on the mind, not leads. Oh, gee, I'm peering at a bunch of leads now. Uh, uh, inside a V dot com is the web address with a hyphen yep. in it. The email address is show s h o w at inside hyphen a v dot com. Um, we're not giving out our phone numbers or addresses. It's not hard to find though. It's on the web page. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stupid move. There was something I was going to say. Something semi riveting. No, it's gone. Oh, gone. No, have a good trip to Hamilton, Keith. Thanks for that, and we'll talk to everyone when I come back. No doubt. No doubt. Okay, see ya. Bye.